Bulldog Broadcast, the Field of 68 Media Network. I'm your host, Dan Dickow, where we've been talking all things Gonzaga hoops throughout the course of this season. We've had a number of guests, but today I'm going to break down what I see as some important things to look out for for Gonzaga in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Portland against Georgia State, as well as a little bit of a preview of possibly what to expect with Memphis and or Boise State, who would be the second-round opponent. Well, first off for Gonzaga, uh, second consecutive year, they are the number one overall seed. It's unbelievable to think that this Gonzaga run of 23 straight NCAA tournaments uh, has truly, again, culminated in being one of the absolute powers of college basketball. Two Final Four appearances, two national title game appearances, uh, more Sweet 16s than I can recount off the top of my head. Uh, they've been to the advanced past the first round. I believe it's the last 11 years in a row. They, as well as Kansas, have the longest streaks in, in regards to getting out of the first round. So pretty amazing uh, what Gonzaga and Coach Few have done over these last 20-plus years. But, uh, again... WCC Conference champs, WCC Tournament title champs, overall number one seed in the West, get close to home or as close as possible geographically this year. So they are at home, or excuse me, they are in Portland where they will face the 16 seed Georgia State Bulldogs, uh, which it's going to be an interesting game. Um, Georgia State, not a great shooting team. They're actually bottom 15 in the country in field goal percentage. Uh, they don't shoot a lot of threes. Um, they give up a lot of threes, and they give up a lot of threes um, at a good percentage. Um, so outside shooting is going to be something to look out for for both ball clubs. Uh, Georgia State struggles to shoot it. Gonzaga might have an opportunity to shoot it well from beyond the three-point line. So if they get somebody that gets hot, keep finding that guy. Feed the hot hand, which is, you know, with Gonzaga's continuity ball screen offense and their unselfish play, um, they typically do a great job of that. A couple things to look out for, though, is Georgia State does a really good job of forcing turnovers, force over 16 turnovers per game on the season. Gonzaga has done a really good job throughout the course of the year of taking care of the basketball I mean, they've got one of the best point guards in the country in Andrew Nemhart. Uh, you know, Rajir Bolton is more of a two-guard, but he can handle point guard duties at times. And then, you know, Nolan Hickman, as a freshman, I thought I think has had a really nice year. Um, you know, he is kind of becoming, uh, you know, a he has become a steadying influence throughout the course of the season, and he is ready to have a breakout sophomore season, in my estimation. But you know, that's for next year. This is this year. This is a deep NCAA tournament run awaiting us. I think the Zags will be cutting down the nets in New Orleans for a national title. Their first national title, which I'm sure plenty of former Zags like myself plan to make that trip. But a uh, closer look at Georgia State. As I said, they're the 16 seed. They're out of the Sun Belt, 18 and 10 on the season. They won the Sun Belt tournament title. But they've been playing really well basketball as of late. They've won their last 10 games. They've won 12 of their last 13 games after a five-game losing streak. And a lot of this has to do with uh, their big fella getting back and getting acclimated and getting um, ready to go and being a big part of what they do. Cincinnati transfer where he spent two years there, 6'8", senior, 
I believe I'm saying his name right, Elio Sosame. He averages about 10 points a game, nearly 10 rebounds a game. So he's a big-time interior presence. After him, they've only got one more player with a decent amount of size, and that would be 6'10 junior Jalen Thomas. So um, those two will need to stay out of foul trouble while playing as physical as possible uh, to try to slow down and limit Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren on the interior. But really where the strength of Georgia State's game is, is on the perimeter. They've got three really good guards with a ton of experience, a couple fifth-year seniors um, in the backcourt in particular, uh, kind of really drive what they do. Uh, senior guard Corey Allen is their leading scorer, he averages over 15 a game, makes over two threes per game. So he's really um, their biggest threat to shoot it and knock it down from, from behind the arc. Uh, their other fifth-year senior, Kane Williams, averages almost 13 a game. He's uh, more of a slasher. He does a tremendous job of getting himself to the free throw line, so he puts uh, a lot of foul pressure on the opponent. So Gonzaga's guards have to kind of gap him, uh, try to influence him to shoot from the perimeter, don't give him direct line drives, and then don't foul. Wall up, be big, be vertical, which Gonzaga's bigs uh, have done a tremendous job of over the course of you know, the last five, six years when that's become more of a focal point. Uh, and then their third backcourt uh, guard, who is really good, is, is kind of a 5'10 jitterbug. He's a junior, and that's Justin Roberts. Averages 11 points per game. Um, he can shoot it a little bit from three-point line as well. About 36% averages about one a game, so he's not as prolific from the three-point line as Corey Allen. But uh, those are the two guys that will shoot it from deep that you've got to be aware of. Uh, but those three guards that I mentioned, they all average around three assists per game, so they can all initiate offense, they can all make plays for others, um, but where they're really good is um, turning you over. Like I said, as a team, they average uh, forced 16 turnovers a game. Those three guards each average around a steal and a half per game, so they're great using their, their quickness. Uh, they do a really good job of pressuring you and taking advantage of opportunities when you make a mistake with the ball, so... That's the first round matchup. Georgia State, Gonzaga as the one uh, is the biggest favor, favorite Excuse me, in any first round matchup. I believe it's last I checked, uh, there are 23 and a half point favorites um, to beat Georgia State and the Panthers. But before we move on to the next topic, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, Now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You look at the second round matchup. It's going to be an interesting game to watch Memphis against Boise State. Boise State, the eighth seed. I think they got a little underseeded in my estimation. Mountain West champs, Mountain West tourney champs. Leon Rice, former Gonzaga Bulldog assistant coach, knows uh, Gonzaga's program as well as anybody. Um, so it would be interesting to see Boise State knocking off 
Memphis playing Gonzaga in that second round. But when you look at Boise State, tremendous defensive team. I'm talking unbelievably good defensively. They turn every game, every possession into a hand, hand-to-hand hand combat, it seems like, when I've called their games this year. Uh, they've got versatile wings with some size that can switch um, almost one through four at times um, with Abu Kijab and Emmanuel Acott and then kind of uh, another perimeter player, Marcus Shaver, about 6'2 guard. Gonzaga fans might remember him from his time at University of Portland. Um, he is a big-time clutch player. He's made at least three either go-ahead or game-winning threes uh, in the closing seconds of games. They've also got somebody, if you're from Spokane, you might recognize, remember the name, Tyson Degenhart, freshman of the year in the Mountain West, Mountain Spokane High School. Um, he's put together a really good year. Ever since he moved into the starting lineup, uh, I believe they are 23-2 and on the season. So, um he has been a tremendous spark for the Broncos once he got acclimated to the college game, moved into the into the starting lineup. So um, they want to slow it down. They want to make it a rock fight on the defensive end. They want the game in the 60s where um, Memphis, very athletic. Uh, they can turn you over. They can get out in the half court. Penny Hardaway has done a really good job of, of kind of reshuffling the deck after not getting off to the start this year that a lot of people projected and anticipated. A lot of teams were, or a lot of people and analysts were projecting a, a top 12-ish team early in the season, uh, but they had a lot of youth. They had a lot of parts they had to get up to speed and, and get situated together, namely being Amani Bates. Um, he kind of struggled as a freshman at times, showed flashes of potential as a freshman at times um, to live up to the hype that he's had ever since his sophomore year of high school. But he has taken a leave of absence from the team and, and kind of since that point, Memphis has looked really good. They've got some great wins uh, in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, obviously, you must if you're the, a nine seed in the NCAA tournament. But when you look at their roster, their go-to guy, their, their guy they really keep an eye on is um, a guy who very similarly to Greg, Ben Gregg a season ago for Gonzaga, graduated high school early, enrolled in college early. Uh, and that is Jalen Duran. And a lot of it for him is uh, to get his NBA eligibility clock sped up. He is that type of talent. He's, he's big. He's long. He's athletic. He's skilled. He plays with an edge. Uh, he plays with a motor. Um, Boise State's going to have to do a nice job on him. And I think for Boise State to win, which I'm predicting they will win, uh, they will need to, to really control the tempo and keep Memphis off the glass. So, um, it's going to be a fun weekend of basketball in Portland. If you're down there, you're probably going to stay um, and stick around and watch St. Mary's out of the WCC. Uh, that should be a fun opportunity where they play either Indiana or Wyoming, um, a couple teams that I think that uh, St. Mary's has a chance to beat, setting up a possible second-round matchup against UCLA. That would be a heck of a game. Two great team, uh, defensive teams from the state of California and that's a game to kind of kind of pinpoint and, and look to see if it happens. So for the Bulldog Broadcast and the Field of 68 Media Network, I'm Dan Dickow. Check us out again throughout the tournament for more updates and highlights.